Here they come! And welcome to episode 48 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average, or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today we're kicking off the first of our Christmas set episodes. And for it, I'm joined by Chris Irons to discuss the Bat-Ski-Boat sequence from Batman Returns. Hello, Chris. Hello, Eric. Hello. Right, Chris, you were on one of our fir- first ever episodes, the Superman episode. Yes. And that was the first time we ever did a superhero subject. And this is the second time. And here you are back for Batman. It's it's how, how ironic because I think released yesterday in the US was Justice League. Yeah, we got it a couple of days ago. Um, have you read any of the reviews? I have. It's getting mixed. Hmm. It, it's mostly, it's not the greatest film. It's entertaining. It's not as good as Wonder Woman, but it's not as bad as Batman vs. Superman. But I liked Batman vs. Superman. It wasn't, it's, you know what bothers me about superhero films? Don't expect much. They're superheroes. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like an Oscar, you know, Gandhi or whatever kind of movie. It's just, it's going there, enjoy what you're seeing, and then leave, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll watch anything superhero, you know, because right. I grew up with superhero comics, but I, I don't necessarily enjoy them these days because they are just so dark. They are so gritty. They are I, so so I serious, agree. you know. Yeah. And they're uh, so CGI'd anymore, too, you know. Well, this, I, I was watching a review on, on Justice League this morning, and, and he was saying, you know, whenever there's fights, it's just like a, an old computer game. You don't believe in it for one second. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Now, I know you're a big Superman fan. Um, Are you an equal fan of Batman, or where does he rate? He's probably my my second, you know, favorite. Superman's way up there, Mm. and Batman is is down below. But he's second in in command for me. My my son Luke and I, Luke's favorite is Batman all the way. Mm Mm-hmm. And we constantly are fooling around and arguing who's better. You know, my <laughs> my inner joke, I always go to him. I say, you, you put a gun to Superman's head, but ding, bounces right off. Yep. Put a gun to Batman's head, done. <laughs> well, not if he's wearing Kevlar armor. Now, see, Luke didn't bring that up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell him that. But he always says, well, he's smart and you won't be in that situation and he's quick and he's fast. I go, yeah, but Superman's quicker and faster. <laughs> with, yeah, but <laughs> with superpowers, do. I mean, what I like, the, the Batman's my number one because he oh, has cool. no superpowers. Anybody, if they had that amount of commitment with that amount of money and that amount of dedication could conceivably become Batman, couldn't they? So are, are, are you saying that, that Donald Trump could become Batman because he's so rich? I'm saying he is Batman. When have you ever seen the two of them in the same room together? That's a damn good point. <laughs> he's just got a very good bat suit that disguises his shape. But I was going to say, how does that bat cow go over all that orange hair? <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. That, that, that was a rubbish uh, idea. All right. Scrap that one. All right. Um, 
with me, I mean, me and Bruce, we go back a long, long way. You know, um, I was obsessed by Batman comics when I was little. And uh, I think it was very good timing um, when the the old, you know, 1960s Batman TV series came out. Um, I was four years old when that came oh, out. Wow. And it was the first film I ever saw in the cinema was the film version. You know, between the first and second season, they did a, a film version. And uh, that's the first film I ever saw in the cinema. Oh, wow. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And I was reading the comics at the same time. And the Batman comics uh, switched to this high camp, fun, silly Batman that there was in the TV series. So, you know, I was reading them as well. And my, my big sisters said that uh, I learned to read before I went to school by reading Batman comics. Very nice. So <laughs> I owe Batman for that, you know. And as I say, I was just obsessed by Batman. And back then as well, uh, you had bubblegum cards. I mean, they're called trading cards now. But you, do you remember when they were bubblegum cards because you got a stick of bubblegum? Yes, we actually well, – uh, Tim was just up last, last week, whatever, and we went to some kind of a little merchant square mall. And one guy had a wall of all vintage – bubblegum cards of was mm -hmm. star wars jedi robocop rocky indie like and they still some of them still had the big stick of bubblegum yeah. inside it it wasn't bubblegum though i always remember i remember the smell of this it, it was a strip of pink plastic basically because <laughs> this and, is true yeah and and yeah you had to like snap it in half to get it in your mouth and then it was like rock it was like chewing plastic you had to salivate yeah. on it for about like 10 minutes to, to to moisten it up so it actually started becoming malleable it was horrible stuff I was it was horrible and i think and then after like maybe 10 seconds later you wanted to spit it out because it was god awful yeah because all the flavor had gone yeah yeah yeah. yeah, but I'll tell you how obsessed I was with Batman and these cards was there was a kid about my age who lived around the corner and he had some of these cards and I didn't. Right. And there was a road between us and his house. And he used to give me one of these bubblegum cards if I ran across the road in front of a car. <laughs> right he would give me okay. one of these cards okay he was a bit of a sadist this boy thinking about it now sounds, and sounds like he would give me two cards if it was a really close call right and to this day i can remember distinctly standing there waiting for a car run out in front of it to get one of these silly batman cards that's crazy like like did anyone ever like pull over or what's wrong with you kids or no 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything oh. could have ended right there, all over a Batman yeah. card. Yeah. That's, that's, mm. But did you get some cool cards out of it? <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. I, I, I then lost them all, but uh, I bought them all up again. Um, there was a market near us back in like, the late 80s, and they were just there, and they were real cheap, you know. Um, and uh, I bought virtually the whole set again, so I'm a happy bunny because they go for big bucks now. They really do, the originals. That, that's cool. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's my back history on Batman. Um, my next question for you is, how do you rate the actors for Batman? For, for some reason, for me, Keaton will always be my favorite, and I think it's because I I watched maybe the Adam West ones after school. I'm guessing repeats. I mm -hmm. guess you know, um, but Keaton was my like after, of course, Christopher Reeve um, for Superman. Batman was my next movie I seen in theaters and all that. It was a, a superhero movie, and I fell in love with Keaton immediately because I couldn't believe that Mr. Mom mm. was going to be Batman, mm -hmm. and I think he was just so good at it. Mm -hmm. um, 
Bale. <laughs> Everyone knows that I, I hate. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Bale and how he talks. Just bothers me sometimes. Um, Clooney, I think, was a great Wayne, but not a good, uh, not that great of a Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Val was kind of bad. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> who else was there? Adam West, of course. Is, I mean, he's he's probably two because he's iconic. He was, I guess, the the first one. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he is my number one out of all of them. Um, because I grew up with him, you know, oh, obviously, yeah, you true. know, and, and it's one of these things where, you know, when you're very small, you look at Adam West as Batman and um, you want him to be your dad. You look up to him because he, he's like this shining knight who, who, who you know, is, is almost perfect and is always right and is always good and he's decent and he's noble. A bit like the Christopher Reeve Superman one as well, true. isn't it? You look up to him and that's a father figure. And then as yeah. you get a bit older, it's like. I want to be him, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I can definitely see that. And even Ben Affleck gets a lot of a lot of smack about playing Batman, but I really am enjoying his his performance as Wayne and as Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So yeah, Adam West is my number one. Number two is Michael Keaton. Yeah. Okay. Um, ju- just like you said, I mean, I I couldn't believe it. it's like what Beetlejuice is going to be yeah. Batman. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but he's a bit short. But uh, he's got the quirkiness to his Bruce Wayne, hasn't he? And he's he's got that he's got the edginess. Um, this is for, true for Batman. So yeah, that's why he's my number two. That 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 yeah, he's there's there's something about him like even like there's that scene where uh, help me out here when he's when he's the the reporter that Robert Vale. No, oh no. oh oh uh, Knox. Knox, when they're yeah. yeah, when Vale and him are walking down that hall and there's all those statues, mm. and and I think Knox says, "I wonder where that's from." And he goes, "Well, it's from China." Well, hang on, that could I bought it from China? It, yeah. it, that's the yeah. classic Keaton and Batman thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, and also you got later on where he's uh, with the Joker, and it's like you want to see nuts, let's get nuts. That bit, yeah, you know? that's <laughs> a cool actually, moment as well. When me and the kids go out sometimes and we see peanuts or something, that's we, someone says that. <laughs> we always say, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> I've never thought about doing that. I think I might we, do that. We always do that. It's something that if you see peanuts or some kind of walnuts, you got to say it. <laughs> you don't smash an ornament with a big stick as you say it, do you? I do not, no. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. No. <laughs> if you're in the supermarket and you do that, yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, number three uh, is George Clooney for me because yeah. I th- I thought he was a really really good Bruce Wayne, but he's just hampered by that film. You know, if he had been in any other of the Batman films and if he had had any other costume than the one that he was saddled with, I think he would have been really good, really really good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. If if you imagine him how he was in uh, as Seth Gecko in From Dust Till Dawn oh, and ha- yes. have him as Batman with Seth Gecko's character, that would be perfect. He would, he, he would be perfect like that. that would be, yeah. Yes. You, you're, you're kissing the next Batman beyond movie right now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Right. After that, I've got, I, I guess you don't know them, but in the 1940s, there were two movie serial versions of Batman. I've seen pictures. Okay. Yeah. I, I would leave it at pictures. I don't think it's up your street really, Chris, um, that, that products of their time. Let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, the guys, they were called Lewis Wilson and Robert Lowry. And um, 
that yeah the serials were kind of cheap and you know batman has come on an awful lot since then but the guys were earnest you know and they gave it all they had and yeah you know for that you know i i, I rate them fourth then i've got christian bale and it's a bit like you christian bale to me is just christian bale um he yeah. he's just the, exactly the same to me and everything he's been in since empire of the sun you know, back in the 80s. <laughs> um, right, I, right, right. I, I didn't believe in him for one second as Bruce Wayne, not one second. And um, when he's no. Batman, that, that awful voice he uses. Yeah, know, thank for, you. For Batman. Thank you. It's terrible. I mean, I Fra- stand when he, he's yelling. Yeah. Yeah. I he's think awful. it was Frank Miller in, in his comics that first, you know, came up with the notion that Batman disguises his voice you know when he's batman you know but it's awful and and that terrible costume the co- that that cow that he had in all the three of his films you know this bulbous cow that he's got he looks like a light bulb it it just didn't it, if he had been like the michael <laughs> keaton cow fine but it's just this yeah. bulbous black lump on the top of his head with his face squished into it it looked terrible it did. It did. I'm, I'm. You're probably one of the first people I I know who, who was talking smack about Bale's Batman, and I love it. Yeah. See, the, the problem is, I mean, as I say, I've, I've been a Batman fan since I was very small. I've been reading the comics since I was four. So in my head, I know how Batman should talk. I know how he should look. And the the Nolan films were enjoyable far far too long but they were enjoyable apart from batman (laughs) that's the problem i have with them yes you're right um and then my next one is like if i had yeah no carry on no what are your thoughts um i don't know well no i'll wait till you're done on your list because he might be in your list right well next one after that is ben uh we've got we've got benji the latest uh bruce wayne yeah i i think he's fine as batman um but yeah now it's it's the Zack Snyder universe, isn't it, where everything's just so grim and so serious and so humorless. I mean, mm-hmm. so, one of the reviewers was saying today, you know, they they seem to have learned a lesson from from Batman versus Superman and tried injecting into humor into Justice League, but it just doesn't work. And it's just the tone of it. I mean, everything's got to be just grim and nasty and horrible. And it's like. That, that that's why I, over the DC, DC I mean I'm a much bigger DC comics fan than a Marvel comics fan but I much prefer the Marvel films because you have that comic book feel to them I don't want something feeling like, like it's the real world superhero films to me are escapism you go and watch a superhero film you f- watch that film for two hours you forget about the real world I don't want superheroes right. in the real world if you see what I mean I I I totally understand. They're too dark. There's there's not enough like 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 light and like happiness to to these recent DC dark universe kind of um mm. kind of films. And that's why I was going to ask you, Will Arnett as Lego Batman, <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. The humor and and the voice. He's kind of like mocking the voice, but but not. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah, we haven't touched on this, but you just reminded me there talking about the Lego version, the the animated series, the Batman animated series and the Justice League animated series. I love them because they are the comic books brought to life, you know, especially when Bruce Timm was doing the original Batman ones that uh, come out round about the time of uh, Batman Returns here, you know, Uh, love them because they were faithful to the comics. It was the spirit of the comics. 
those are great. And you can watch them when you're, when you're whatever, five or 50. Yeah. And they're still so good. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Um, bottom of my barrel and he belongs down there is Val. Oh, Val yeah. Kilmer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> awful, awful, awful. Um, awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Batman and Robin, I feel is a far worse film than Batman forever, but Val Kilmer, see Bruce Wayne with blonde highlights, you know, <laughs> And a blow wave. And he's just so smug throughout that. Oh, it's terrible, terrible. He is. And one of the worst parts of that movie, which I always hate, I guess, at that circus, when when he stands up in a crowd, Harvey, I'm Batman. (laughs) I hate that scene. Oh, no, it's dreadful. I mean, my wife loves it, but she's got a bit of a thing for Val Kilmer. So she's prejudiced, you know, and she she hasn't got a problem with her, um, you know, I'll get drive through and all these corny lines that are in it, you know, but I've got a big problem with that. Adam West True. would never say I'll get drive through, you know, not at all. <laughs> no, no. All right. Okay. I think that's enough ranting about <laughs> the different versions of Batman. So uh, we'll go on to the clip, shall we? Okay. Okay. Let's go. I should have said to the bat poles then, shouldn't I? Oh my, yes, you should. You should put in there like the actual phone ringing and then you know, to the bat poles. <laughs> Actually, I'm making a note of the time. <laughs> Right. To the bat poles. 15 seconds to the ignition. Ready when you are, sir. I've got the coordinates. 10, 9, 8, 7. All right, let's turn them around. Yes, sir. The sequence starts, you've got the um, bat ski boat roaring down the sewer um, towards the camera. Yes. Now, now they call it in, in all the um, merchandise and the behind the scenes and everything. It's a bat ski boat, okay, rather than a bat boat. And and if you look, that there, there, there was a model kit of the time. I'll put it on Facebook. There, there was a model kit of the time. And, and, yes, you've got this boat, which is on struts, and then you've got the, 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 the lower section. And I'm guessing they went for a bat ski boat rather than regular boat because when you see this shot, you see the bat ski boat and you've got the struts going down under the water. I'm sure hidden under the water was a track or something, um, that it travelled along, you see. It, so did, you it did look like it was it was going almost perfectly straight, like where it was on a track or something, pulling it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's what's going on there. Um, and then we get a look inside the cockpit, and we've got our first shot of Batman, and he couldn't look more heroic sat there like that, I thought. You know, I mean, just like that, that is, that is Batman to me. You know, the cow looks great, the yeah. emblem on his chest, that chin... Michael Keaton has got the perfect chin for Batman. Man, you were perfect because this is how I felt all along about Keaton. Everything yeah. about his facial structure, his 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 cow, his 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 stare, everything you're saying, I'm not arguing with. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Penguins are on the march to Gotham Plaza, um, and we see them marching down the street. And um, in this shot here, these are real penguins that they're using. Uh, you can with, tell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, we'll talk about this on behind the scenes. But, yeah, there is a mixture of um, animatronic ones and real ones. But I'm pretty sure in this very shot just here, these are the regular ones. 
Um, and then we cut across. We've got Penguin in his lair, and you've got old Max Shrek there in his cage. <laughs> yeah, walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He 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 totally totally suits this film. He really does. He does. Yeah. Um, we cut back to Batman, um, and he's got some. This is a nod back to the '60s TV show because on his radar, there's some <laughs> very. <laughs> <laughs> Very cartoony penguins coming towards him on his uh, on his radar screen there. Like that's what I wanted to ask. Like, like yeah, like do, you, like why is it so cartoony? Like his the the penguins and there's the rubber ducky later on. Like why is it so? It's showing exactly what is out there, kind of thing. I think I think it's nods. I think Tim Burton is nodding back to the comics and he's nodding back to the TV series. You know, even though this is very gothic um, and a true you know tim burton film um there are nods back to its origins and this is one of them to have penguin shaped blips (laughs) on his radar (laughs) and i i always like the uh, tim burton you can tell it's a tim burton film like Mm. whatever it's it's a tim burton film you know it of how the set decorate uh, the designs and the props and everything you know it's tim burton and it it is a cool scene but it's like why is there an actual rubber ducky or penguin on it on his map see we never mentioned this at the top of the show but you know um this is my favorite Batman film other than the 66 one you know, that I saw when I was four. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, um, and it is because this is pure Tim Burton. Now, at that time, you know, this is 1992 um, when it was announced that he was going to do the first Batman film. You know, it's like, wow. Um, yeah. You know, because we'd seen Beetlejuice. We'd seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure, you know. Yeah. And um, it's like, wow. But I always felt with the 89 Batman that it was almost like a watered down Tim Burton. You really got a feeling the studio was getting involved and restricting him somewhat. So it was like a distilled Tim Burton film, you know, I can see what you're saying. Cause it wasn't, yeah, it looked like he was being told how to make it and what to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. There, there was a lot of money riding on this and, you know, and it was Goober and Peters as the producers and, you know, they were very hands on. Um, so yeah, even though it was a good film, you know, you got a feeling, Oh, I wish it had been a bit more Tim Burtony. Um, yeah. which, you know, and the film that he did between that and this was Edward Scissorhands, which uh, I loved, yeah. you know, absolutely loved. So after seeing that, which is a quintessential, um, Tim Burton film to then find out he was doing a sequel to Batman you know it's like well hopefully he'll be left left to get on with it and he did you know and it paid off it really suits this film you know true you go well I don't think we 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 talked about it I actually was actually working at the theater when this came out all right and I had I, I have the banner in my garage right now of the Batman Returns banner of the of Keaton the Penguin and and Catwoman all in the banner cool cool Which I've got still- the standee Oh, that's I've cool. got the one where it's their heads, one above each other. Oh, know? wow. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. And also somewhere up in the attic from the 89 one, I've got a full size Michael Keaton Batman and it's it's like a standee, but it's curved. OK, so, yeah. And that's somewhere up. Oh, I have to dig it out and take a photo. That's somewhere lying around up in the attics. Now, this is a side note. How much I can just imagine the stuff you have all the years working at the theater. That's fantastic. Yeah, but I gave a lot of it away. I gave it a lot away as That as was gifts. stupid. <laughs> I know it was bloody stupid, I tell you. I, I, I look back on it now, it's like, I gave a lot a lot of the quads, a lot of the film posters away and standees and stuff like that. And it's like, you were a bloody idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of money I could get on them on eBay now, I wouldn't sell I them. I just wish I still had them, you know. That's, that's, that's a shame, but still kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, back on track. Okay. Um, we're down, back down in the sewer. And straight after he's seen the penguins on his radar, we see the penguins. Yes. Uh, they're under the water. Um, you see them swimming under the water, obviously real penguins. And then we cut to the fake ones on the surface, which <laughs> yeah. are firing their missiles. And it's like, that's not real. <laughs> no, no. Well, probably for the whole PETA thing and probably because you can't fire a missile off of a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, no, I, I doubt very much they actually tried it on a real one. Can you imagine right. what that would be like? I mean, it's like setting a firework off on the back of a cat or something. It just wouldn't, <laughs> it's not a good idea, is it? No, not, not at all. All that burnt fur, you know? <laughs> anyway, the the bat ski boat, it takes evasive action. It goes up and over as the two fake penguins watch it pass. Yeah, um, yes. And it's got flames coming out the back. Did you notice it's got flames coming out the back of it? Yeah. Now, I'm wondering if that's a nod to the 1960s as well. The 1960s Batmobile always had flame coming out the back, didn't it? Yes, it did. And I, I can see that happening. Yeah. That, and I like the whole, all it is, is a camera trick. Mm. And Keaton goes around and they, he, he moves to the left or something. And his yeah. head goes around and they, you know, wow, he must be going upside down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a very simple trick. Just turn the camera around. Yeah. 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 The penguins, they reach the square and they stop and uh, the countdown begins. And uh, I love the next bit that happens. The penguins, they've got these little targeting devices that snap down over their eyes. Like a, a Boba Fett kind of mask thing going on, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, they're not they're not thinking, I've got to aim it. They're just being controlled, and then they're being fired by, you know, <laughs> back in the penguin's lair. But no, they get a little targeting device, don't they, bless them. Well, who, who the hell is the one, like, what penguin co-worker is putting on every helmet on every penguin? <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange job, isn't it? You know, you go home at the say, end of the evening, was... yeah. Yeah. Your wife says, oh, what did you do today, dear? Oh, I was putting targeting <laughs> devices on penguins. How uh, many? Five, ten? Nah, hundreds. <laughs> yeah. okay. But Alfred, he jams the signal and uh, the penguins start wandering off. Um, and the bat ski boat is continuing on through the tunnel. And uh, Penguin and co, they know something's coming. And uh, all his mates here, they start backing away, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Well, can I say something about Alfred? Is yes. um his, his name Michael Gow? Yes. Is that, yeah. I've always loved whenever there's a uh, a Batman movie in theaters. I guess back in the day, and he was in it. I just loved it. Yeah. I loved seeing him as Alfred. It was so cool seeing the, the same actor come back over and over again until he he passed. Yeah, he was the linking device, wasn't he? You know. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, Batman and Robin is a stinking turd of a film, but that scene <laughs> where George Clooney is talking to Michael Gale about mortality and everything, I thought that was really quite touching. Yes, because you got yeah. you got two good actors in an emotional scene, and they get both pulled off. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I mean, you know, big Batman fan, Michael Gale as Alfred. I know Michael Gale because you know, over here in Britain, he's a character actor. He's been in tons and tons of stuff going back. I know the earliest I ever saw him was in the fifties. Um, in the Hammer films, the Hammer horror films. Um, oh, okay. And he's been in Doctor Who. He's been in tons and tons and tons of stuff. Great actor, lovely actor. Um, unfortunately, followed by Michael Caine, who <laughs> I can't say the same about. Michael Caine, I've got a problem with Michael Caine. I've always had a problem with Michael Caine in that anything Michael Caine is in, he's Michael Caine. I don't believe in him. He he is just Michael Caine. He, most times he doesn't even bother with an accent, you know. He's and he's just himself in every bloody film. 
Do you know what's sad? I'm sitting here hearing you and your lovely accent say Michael Caine, and I love it. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no, I've got a problem with him. I've always had a problem with him. I mean, what is it? It's Jaws 4, isn't it? Jaws yeah, 4, The, the Revenge. Revenge. Another yeah. stinking turd of a film. One of the worst Big films turd. ever made. And it's yes. got Michael Caine in it as well. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. Oh, oh, he's a terrible actor. I've, I've never, ever liked Michael Caine. So when he turns up in the Christopher Nolan films, well, that's that's something against it for me as well. Isn't it, isn't it weird, though? Like... Like some some movies, like Jaws is one of the all time favorites. Have the most have the the worst sequel of all time. Mm. Isn't that crazy? How the one of the greatest films of all time has the worst sequel of all time. Yeah, but you can you can say this about you know the Star Wars films. You can say this about the Superman films. Some people might say this about this Blade Runner. In the the original film is so strong it doesn't detract from you know having a crappy sequel doesn't detract from the original if anything it makes the original right. look, look even better you know you're absolutely right i never looked at it that way but yeah it never takes away why you love the first one so much yeah i can i can watch kingdom uh, uh, crystal skull no problem I, I i can watch that because it you know raiders of the lost ark is such a classic no. Yeah. 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 I still watch it too. Like I, I don't like, I'll never watch it again or I'm throwing my copy away. I do enjoy it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's no Raiders. Yeah. Mm, indeed. <laughs> All right. Where were we? <laughs> Let me have a look at my notes. We went off on tangent again then. Um, no yeah, they know something's <laughs> coming. Um, and again, we get a nod to, you know, the sixties show penguin gets in his duck car boat thing, doesn't he? Which was cool, which I, that that must be real. Like it, it was driving. Like they must have yeah. built that so it worked. You know. Again, another man goes home. What did you do today, dear? I made a <laughs> duck car. You know. Somebody had the job of sculpting that and then casting it in fiberglass. You know, and then putting it onto a real engine. I hope that still exists. I I would I would really like to think that that's in some car museum somewhere. You know. Yes, I never, I never thought of like what goes into making these silly things, and yeah. someone does it. That that's their job, you know. I will put it up on Facebook, but you know what this reminds me of is um, the third season of the Batman TV series in the sixties when Eartha Kitt was Catwoman and she had the Catmobile, and oh yeah, do you remember? That. It looks like a cat and it's covered in fur <laughs> and it's got whiskers and everything. Yeah. And nobody bats an eyelid as it drives down the road. <laughs> Where did she get that from? Where does she store it? You know? Yeah. How do you, how, how do you fill that up with petrol? Do you take something like that or the duck boat to a regular petrol station to fill it up? Yeah. yeah. See, there's a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions out there, you know? I love it. It's just, I, I, I'm sure all these things are nods. You know, it could also be, you know, that the studio, I, I mean, you know, famously, you know, Warner Brothers had a right epi over this when it came out because they had got all the merchandise tied in for it to be a kid's film. And, um, you know, they oh, had all yeah, the yeah. Burger King stuff and things like this. Parents take their um, kids thinking it's going to be some something like the TV show. <laughs> and yeah, it was true. anything but. And, and, and um, unfortunately, that's what made... Batman forever happened because that was Warner Brothers turning around and saying, we're not going that dark again. You've got to go the other direction. And that's why we got Val Kilmer. And that's why we got Jim Carrey, you know, and all the day glow colors and everything that's in it. You know, it was a reaction to this being so dark, but there is humor in it, you know, but I don't, I just don't think it was enough for Warner Brothers. 
you're absolutely right. And I'm just looking at that radar thing has the duck. Did you notice there's a, a seal bouncing a ball? Also oh, yes. on the, on the yes. radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that like the, the the zoo, like the middle of the zoo area? I think that's or right. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can explain this boat away. It, it might be an attraction off of a like a log ride, you know, at yeah. the zoo, you know, and the penguins just um, you know adopted it for his own use. How do you go up those those steps though? <laughs> that is one of the duffer um, parts of this sequence is um <laughs> you know because he gets in that and he he goes up those stairs that there's no way that would ever get up them so it would just flip over and danny devito would be squashed <laughs> wouldn't he this movie's so unrealistic now <laughs> yeah 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 because we you know, like you say we get the radar again and then batman he he, he fires the bat ski boat up this ramp doesn't he yes and he, it, he cr- it crashes left. out yeah. and through and uh yeah straight down onto the duck car doesn't he which was cool because i actually watched it like a few times this morning and the the duck head like lights up with flames kind of thing yeah. and falls yeah. off that it's was cool. a bit odd it, it's a bit odd i mean where's all this electrical stuff coming unless it's an electric car i suppose true <laughs> so it doesn't need to go to a petrol station. All right, I'll take that bit back. <laughs> take that part out. <laughs> mm, I will. All right, that's it then. That's our sequence over. Once it's flattened, we get into uh, the fight between Penguin and, and Batman. But we're talking about the special effects. So we'll go into behind the scenes, okay? Okay. Right, behind the scenes. Um, Boss Films did the effects for it. Uh, but the Bat Ski Boat itself was handed across to the Skotak brothers at uh, Ford Productions. Now, you know the Skotak brothers, even if you don't know their names, because they are miniature effects guys and model makers. They work very uh, closely with James Cameron. Oh, okay. okay. So in a previous episode, you and I were talking about the Terminator. Uh, they were responsible for an awful lot of the miniature work in uh, Terminator. Very, very. Are they still around now? Oh, yeah, yeah, no? yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They're still around and okay. they're still working. Yeah. Awesome, um, awesome. You also know them from Aliens. Okay. Oh, what those that that big jeepy trucky thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, not the full size. Yeah, the miniature APC. Also oh, wow. the drop ship. Uh, oh, you know wow, the drop ship wow. that they use and the colony miniatures as well. That's those guys. That's cool. Yeah. So um, yeah. So the uh, bat ski boat and the sewer tunnels it travels along. They were in like one third scale. Okay, which is pretty darn big. Um, the tunnel ended up; it was about eight feet in diameter. That's that. That's the scale of it. Okay. okay. Um, and all, all all of the tunnel effects were overseen by a guy by the name of Jim Towler, who's another um, well-known effects, a miniature effects guy. Okay. Okay. Um, as we said earlier, the penguins—they're a mix of real ones, uh, puppet ones, and also I didn't realize until I started uh, reading up about it, very early CGI ones. Which is early, you know, 92. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's some opinion that this was the very, very first time CGI was used to create a real-world animal. You know? Now, that's 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 a cool... I mean, even though these movies are, are looked down upon now and whatnot, that's a cool, cool factor to have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you've... You've got a problem. I mean, it, for the Jurassic Parks, for any dragon film or anything, you've got artistic license. No one's ever seen a real dragon. No one's seen a T-Rex in the flesh. This is you true. Know? Uh, right. But 
I mean, this was the problem with like the likes of Jumanji, wasn't it? When you start having um, back to Crystal Skull, when you start having like monkeys CGI, <laughs> we, yeah. we know what a monkey looks like, and it don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. No, wasn't. I must have. I don't know. I read this years ago or heard about it. Was there actual people in penguin outfits walking around? Am no. I just- no, 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 okay. no, no. You, you, you had puppet ones, and you had uh, close-up animatronic heads for the close-ups of things. Okay. Um, there were twelve king penguins and twenty-four blackfoot penguins that were used. Okay. And All they, right. th- they wore specially fitted harnesses. Um, and what they did was the penguin. That's a good job, isn't it? Be a penguin wrangler. The penguin yeah. trainers. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they very gradually got them accustomed to wearing these these harnesses you know they put them on for like a, a minute or two at a time and, right. and then reward them afterwards and you know slowly they built up the their use of it okay okay um yeah they were fake rockets attached to the harnesses okay and uh their little helmets that they were wearing with their targeting devices um <laughs> they were very lightweight as well so they wouldn't you know shrug them off and and they just had elastic bands holding them on okay i would love to see behind the scenes of, of them trying to get these shots done you know there are I, i'll put it up on facebook there are some uh, behind the scenes short videos on youtube oh, cool where, where, okay. where you can see them doing it yeah the rockets the real penguins were wearing uh they were rubber tipped just to protect the birds okay um and we were talking about jurassic park there um the puppet ones were built by the stan winston studio uh, so there you go okay yeah, That's cool. Actually, I've just seen on my notes. I, I've forgotten I've written that bit. It says uh, they built thirty, along with some larger versions, which were worn by little people in suits. Oh, see, so I you knew are I right. That. Yeah, I knew I heard something about that years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they they were little people in suits with mechanical heads on top. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's it, and that's all I've got on behind the scenes. Okay. So. Okay. With that done, I need to, a rating out of 10 off of you, Chris. It It's still, for me, it's still fun to go back and watch these uh, original Batman films, which is, is why, you know, say what you want, is why superhero movies are so strong today. Like, these films kind of started out the whole, here we go, here's, here's all superheroes. And Keaton's back, and that, that Bat-ski thing was cool to, to watch. The only thing that looked bad was the the two penguins that popped out to look at pass, you know, watch it pass. <laughs> um, I'm not going to I'm going to give it. I had this written down. But I'm going to up it a little bit. I'm going to give it eight point two. What what where, what is the point two? Because <laughs> <Can laughs> I, I want to see you. I want to hear you. Sorry. Do the math. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wanted to throw that because it's it, it's a little bit better than an eight. It's eight points. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, I've done the math because, as you say, uh, as you said, I want to hear you do the math. Yeah. I was busy tapping on my calculator. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah, zero thinking from me here. Um, I've done the math. I I'm not as generous as you. It, yeah, it's great model work and it's a nifty use of puppets. Um, you know, and it's hard to tell the real ones from the fake ones. But I'm just going to give it a seven. See, my original was 7.8. Damn it. Okay. 7.8. <laughs> well, your, your, your complicated 8.2 uh, makes it a 7.6. 
that gets an average of 7.6. I don't think anything's ever had anything <laughs> as uh, unusual as a 0.6 before. So right. uh, I want to see what it, what it just passed on your list. Yeah. What, what did oh, it just bump out, you know? I, well, I don't have that up on my screen at the moment. When, <laughs> when, when this episode's released, of course, the day it's released, I also update the, uh, the scoring list that's there. It's going to be interesting to see what's just above it and what's just below it, won't it? That's right, because 0.6 matters now. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, that's us done, Chris. Thanks for this. Yeah, anytime. It's always fun hearing what I'm doing next. I love it. Right. Well, I definitely you seem to be the go to guy for superheroes. So um, I'm thinking another Batman sometime, maybe. OK, maybe a different superhero, maybe someone from the Marvel Universe. I'll have a ponder. OK, OK. Sounds good. All right. OK, then, Chris, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye.